You're listening to Rental Store Rumble. Come get some. Welcome to Rental Store Roundtable. Uh, yeah, it's it's a roundtable. It's an extras episode. We're having a bit of a siesta from normal episodes, so mm-hmm. we need to record some extras. Yeah, I had a title for this, but it sounds it's pretty <laughs> the the all dudes boner song. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as the, the South Park teacher would say, sounds kind of gay. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just talking to Zana because uh, Zana and Holly are out of town right now. So. Yes, they are. It's it's just just the boys from just the, the store. Just the boys. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about something that they don't really, I mean, they have probably some opinions on it, mm-hmm. but I think it's bigger for the three of us anyway. So it's, it's going to be interesting. We're... Talking about our personal top five PC games. This doesn't mean they are the best games on the PC. Yes, it does. Mine does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the case of one game that has a three in the title, yes, it does. That uh, might but, be on everyone's list. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in some cases... These aren't necessarily the best games. Mm-hmm. It's our personal favorites. Yeah, and when I was, we grew up. I was kind of joking with mine because I did not play as many PC games as other people. I had enough to fill out a top five, but <laughs> top ten uh, would have been more tricky for me. I think you might have easily. I could have if, but I made a rule: uh, no games from the same series. So if I listed separate games from the same series, I could easily fill out a top ten. Yeah, but. yeah. That's Definitely. what I did with mine. I kept it to okay. This when I say this game, I mean all of the series. Yeah. Yeah. That I played. I think you'll find when we start listing, there's plenty. I'm I'm very <laughs> curious to see what overlap we have yeah. for this one. But again, I have my list. I'm not deviating, so might be some more home movies. Oh darn moments! Yeah, our personal <laughs> top five PC games. I think mine are, mine might be a little bit different than the rest of yours. They I might because I did not. I notoriously did not pick something. It's terrifying. Why didn't I put it on there? <laughs> Maybe if you knew Josh and I would have it. Yeah, maybe. Potentially. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so who who wants to start? Uh, I'll go ahead and start because I kind of already gave mine away before we were talking about it. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Okay, so your number five is Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah, I was trying, I was debating what to do, um, but then yeah, we came over here and I was just like, do, 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 do. It's like talk, doing some Duke Nukem, huh? And so, yeah, uh, I was debating between that and a few others. Um, and I thought of Doom, which is cool, but I don't know, Duke, just his personality makes the yeah. game. And like you were saying, Josh, the raunchy humor, like, you know, you open, I actually, before coming here, I had some time to kill. So I was playing through the first couple levels uh, on my Switch. And so, you know, you open the movie theater screen, there's like a woman sexy dancing yeah. on yeah. the movie screen. And the second one, you go to the red light district and uh, you can actually like hand the girls money, they're dancing. And it's like, yeah. shake it, baby. And then yeah. she'll... uh 
they pull their tops up. They have like nipple tassels, but you know. Yeah. And I played this <laughs> primarily when I was like 12, 13 years old. So my friend and I, we thought it was so awesome. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Chicks dancer. And it's like maybe eight <laughs> frames of animation. These yeah. girls dancer. And it's like. Chick, 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 chick. Yeah. But they have a lot of yeah, funny when stuff. You're, when you're 12 and in the 90s, oh, yeah. it's like, oh man. This is oh, awesome. oh, those were no. realistic girls yeah. at the time. <laughs> but before, before we get too far into this, I just realized that we did not introduce who we are. So I, I'm Rodney. This oh, yeah. is uh, Josh. And this is Duke. No, Paul. Yeah. So <laughs> Duke Sorry. Paul. Yes. Of the House of Trades. The ladies yes. call me Duke. Uh, so, no. so you know we've River got stuff. we've got Josh Classic and uh you know the sexy Toby Radloff. <laughs> Josh Classic and Paul is the sexy Toby Radloff, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hail to the king, baby. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> So let's talk about Duke and Kentucky. Yeah. So is there an is there crossover on this one? Do did any of us put it on the list? Partially. I almost put it I... on. I knocked something down into honorable mentions for this. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I was tell, talking to Josh about these <laughs> games. Duke Nukem 3D. It isn't even necessarily the comedy for me. I think that is one of the first person shooters with the single greatest level design. It's so good. Oh, absolutely. oh, dude. I like, freaking the secret yeah. areas you find. You find every time you find a secret area. You're like, yes, they this are awesome. It's an incredible game. Like, the levels are so good. Other than that one level with the, like, earthquake is the only level I don't really like. Mm. But mm. yeah, that game is just phenomenal. Like, it's such a joy. To it really play. is. And uh, I love as, <clears throat> like, when we played it as kids, there was a button you could do that where you do the kick and it's like, mighty foot engaged. Yeah. yeah. And on Switch, they have that. You just have to click the stick in. But it's actually really useful for not switching weapons when you just want to, like, kick a trash can down or something or break something yeah yeah it's, so it's great yeah th- that's the thing is like i do love all the humor and the raunchiness of it all that and the music that that theme song man yeah so good, good, good theme song. Um, but i did like the actual game itself is good too like yeah i love in the first level you get that jet pack and you can fly around that's yeah man it's hollow duke yeah i, I like <laughs> hollow duke <laughs> yeah just there's so much fun like that game blew me away when I first saw it and, you know, when I was a 12-year-old or whatever, mm-hmm. when yeah. I first played it and you play with the Duke Nukem arcade oh, game. Oh, yeah, I like, saw that earlier. There's a Duke Nukem 2 arcade cabinet. Yeah. It's like, no time to play with myself. Yep. <laughs> yep. See? Classic. It's so good. <laughs> he quotes movies. It's oh, and good. they have, like, yep. the one of the girls is, like, bound up in, like, alien because you're supposed oh, to rescue yeah. babes, but she's, like... Just she does the Ripley thing. She's like, "Kill me!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. She's an alien goo or whatever. I always yeah. liked when you could find the secret areas with characters from other franchises, and he'd make jokes about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so just good. yeah, <laughs> tons of fun humor for twelve-year-olds. Naked chicks. Well, some are naked chicks. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. They had some pretty funny jokes. Like they had a. Oh, I should have written it down. It's like uh, bleach attack of the bleach blonde bikini babes or something oh yeah oh and yeah. then there's one that's just a sister act three but it's just these girls in bikinis <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sister act three and one of them was not Whoopi goldberg i can tell you that so she's out for sister act three yes <laughs> but in the corner it does say like xxx so they're just yeah. porn movies <laughs> yeah man and you know i was talking about the doom shotgun earlier before paul got here the shotgun in duke nukem 3d feels so good it's so yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I, I feel like these early games, you basically have to rate them by how good 
shooting a shotgun. Well, because the shotgun, okay. you can kill the, the LAPD pig officers <laughs> yeah. where they're actual pigs. I think you kill them in two shots with the shotgun. The handgun takes like 10, 12 bullets, something Gosh. like that. Yeah. <sighs> kind of convincing me I made a wrong choice here. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Just... <laughs> it's the first game I remember playing where there was some kind of reload function. Just because the pistol, when you would fire it a certain number of times, He'd, yeah. you'd reload it. Oh, plus I love that cheat DN cash. You just throw like gobs. Oh of yeah, money you just throw money the in the air. <laughs> anyway, I think we've talked about Duke yeah. Nukem 3D. Plenty. So sorry, Doom fans, but I decided Duke Nukem over Doom. That's as so good as Doom good. is, it's so good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's Paul's number five. All well, right. I I will play off of Paul's. I have Duke Nukem, but I was specifically referencing one and two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the good old uh, side-scrolling. Less offensive, outstanding. Yeah, that's true. There was a big shift between uh, two and three. Yeah, we yeah. got um, we had a disc from like a grocery store or something that just had a Duke Nukem game on it. So I don't know which one I was playing. But, oh, okay, but it was good. Yeah, I love both of. It those looks kind of more actually. like like Commander Keen or something, right? Yeah. Like the yeah, two, yeah. yeah. Okay, just making sure I have the correct game in my head. Oh man, I love that. That I one was really Duke fun. Yeah. I really like at the end of two when they had the big reveal when it's. You know, stay tuned for Duke Nukem 3. And then, like, slowly the D. The D comes like, up. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, the next one's going to be 3D. Yeah, I was also telling Josh that Duke Nukem 2 got a Game Boy Advance port, which is bizarre. Weird. Yeah. That is yeah. weird. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I love both Duke Nukem 1 and 2. They're definitely different styled, but they're... It, oh, yeah, you, 1 and 2, 100% not what yeah. you are expecting after if you played 3. Yeah, I, I think it would be... You'd be hard-pressed to find a better platforming game, really, on DOS. Like, it's it's so oh, good. Yeah. yeah. They collecting. knew how to build platformers back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, collecting keys. <laughs> electricity that you got to disable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to go back and play through those I need those to again. find my old floppy disk that has it on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure there are easier ways to uh, play it now. I feel like there are. I was kind of like looking at stuff. I'm not sure if you can buy them. Oh, right is it now. not on like GOG or anything? Yeah. Weird. I know. So it, it might be on GOG. I, I looked at my Steam copies and like they just weren't available to buy. So yeah, maybe... developers, if you want free money, just port a big collection of old pc games to something yeah. and we'll buy it we'll all please, buy it please do that please make a podgy collection for the switch oh, that would be so sweet so great <laughs> you imagine you're like just killing time portable raptor call of the shadows <laughs> portable duke nukem one and two. Oh gosh i know Interesting. i mean i have on my switch i have commander keen keen dreams that's like four or something yeah, three or four. Yeah. that's cool but i'd like the whole the whole thing yeah, so we'll get back to those in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But so your number five is uh, is Duke Nukem yep. one, one and, two? and two. Yep. Yeah. Wow, Duke is uh, heavy. Yeah. All, all of his games are making this list. That's true. <laughs> so I, I've got a number five as well. So oh. we're gonna we're gonna talk about my number five. Just, wait, no, was Duke Nukem uh, Forever released on PC? It was. Oh, is that your five? No. <laughs> it's too new. Oh, that is too new. It gets beyond my cutoff. And also, it's not that great. So I know, unfortunately. It could be worse. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's one of those, if you haven't played it, it's it's the most meh shooter you can find. I bought it for $5, find. so. Like, yeah. It's Strictly not totally terrible, but it's also nothing wonderful. It's not top five material. Forgive me. 
No, we're good. Okay, so, so my top five. I think everyone expects this. I don't know. You, you There's know a lot on your list. I'm expecting. I don't you, know where you rank them. You, you know this is coming up. Diablo one. <laughs> so, okay, that makes sense. I uh, I love Diablo one. I think it is the well. I don't know if it's the best game in the franchise. It's amazing. It, I, I like Diablo one. I I would not say best in the franchise myself. I, I think it's a strong contender because the style is so very different. Like Diablo two, yeah, you're running okay. around a lot. It feels more actiony. Diablo one just goes at a slower pace and everything seems mysterious and you know one thing that blew me away with diablo is all of the dungeons are like procedurally generated dungeons in like 1997 yep so it's like every time you play the game different dungeons I have a horrible confession. I know. I still have not played the Diablo games. I've always been interested, and I played games that are called Diablo clones and really like them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You haven't played any of the I haven't played okay, any of so the actual Diablos. I. That is weird. I, I know. <laughs> I think a good choice is, well, I don't know. I guess you would be able to handle it more, because some people might go to Diablo 1 and go, this game is slow. I like but, old games. Yeah. <laughs> but... I think that one's on GOG for like less than $10 or maybe maybe $10. Yeah, I really yeah. need to get them. It's worth it. Um, oh, it also comes with a Hellfire expansion. And that's... I don't want to get into that. But Diablo 1, you have the three classes. Four if you have the Hellfire expansion. And, and there, everyone moves at a slower pace. You upgrade your stat numbers, you know. And there's not a tech tree. You find books for yes, magic spells it's so different than the other the rest of the game because you find these tomes and you you're like what does this do and then you like upgrade your magic skill to be able to use it and then you find these like weird shrines and stuff and sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad i also remember the yeah the one thing that was way different in that one versus the modern ones is if you found duplicate copies of the same one you could read them and it would improve the skill more. oh that is yeah. cool yeah so if you get like book of lightning bolts you could read it but then lightning the bolt. next time you read that book <laughs> you become better at lightning bolt but it also requires a higher magic skill okay yeah yeah see all this stuff sounds like something i would like it's just yeah haven't gotten around you get to tons it. of items everything it's it's grinding it oh, items yeah. selling items getting better items yep yeah but but it's slower and it has a it has a air of mystery and horror to it that the other ones don't. Oh, so, that's very true. One thing yeah. I know from Diablo is uh, the music Tristram, the song. Oh whatever. my gosh, that game! That <laughs> song. My, oh. my friend insisted on us doing that years ago, and it was like a seven minute song or something. It's yeah. So I had to learn a lot of that. So I, I'm familiar with that song, and it is really good. Yeah, the soundtrack, the characters, the voice acting—it's all good. Like the game is just amazing. It's. The best Blizzard has to offer oh. next to maybe something else that may be Blizzard? on someone else's list. All right, is that so. a good segue to mine? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. It, what's what's your number it four? It is Blizzard. I can't believe this is... I'm looking at this and I'm like, is that right? It's down at number four. But I'm doing StarCraft slash WarCraft 2. I'm not okay. doing them as separate. because. Okay. So the thing is, I, I played the hell out of those both, uh, did all the campaigns in both of them. I actually yeah. would pick Warcraft 2 over StarCraft, except that StarCraft has some better like gameplay features. The yeah. biggest one, well, the biggest one is just when you select your units and 
go to attack something. In StarCraft, you can just hit A for attack and click anywhere on the map, and they'll fight everything along the way. Yeah. Warcraft 2, your units just let themselves get attacked and ignore enemies. That's the, They are idiots. If you don't babysit, then other than that, I would pick Warcraft 2. But, like, man, I love upgrading your towns and everything. and Oh, my gosh. Upgrading yeah. everything and both. Yeah, like, oh, and man, like... StarCraft has some good music, it does, but Warcraft 2's music is so good. Yeah, Warcraft 2's music is amazing. Gotta gotta ask the the ultimate question. (laughs) Zug Zug? Yes. What he's asking? That's exactly what what I was gonna ask. Uh, The voice... Humans are orcs. Oh! You know, I like both, though. Yeah, but which do you lean Damn it, damn it. I I would lean toward orcs, I but then I start thinking about, but these troops and the humans are cool. Yeah, I even though the unit isn't necessarily that good, I like humans because there's dwarves in it. Oh yeah, they do. The oh, they're like the exploder guys, <laughs> yeah. right? And they make the no, it's a gnomish flying machine. Yeah, yeah, the dwarves are like the suicide squad. They pull yeah. themselves up. Yeah. Oh, but I love all the voices like that. I got to go with them just because the 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 yeah the gnome scouting mission you get yeah. when it dies, it has a Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> like it came from behind yeah oh man so good i just love yeah we did big surprise we also did a warcraft 2 song a long time ago and yeah my friend's like you need to do a bunch of warcraft voices i'm like okay so yeah i have like on yeah. there like awaiting orders my sovereign you know like yeah. uh we move yes <laughs> for yeah. the king yeah all they're the, so good all the voices they're all so oh, i love the voices so that so. they had in that <laughs> ready to work <laughs> Awaiting orders. Yep. New troll here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, anyway, so, so those so two, good. I can't believe they're this low, but I, I like I said, I give StarCraft the edge simply because, well, and the whole Brood War expansion is like, that's yeah. like six campaigns, right? Two yeah. Terran, two Protoss. And, yeah. That's true. And there's so much, oh, man, you know, the human, the human workers ready to work that i like yeah. that to work. whoever to did work. that all right yeah whoever okay. did that person's yeah. voice is so cool yeah so it's really, really weird like i want to put warcraft 2 over it's literally gameplay stuff that i'm choosing starcraft yeah over for, we, we were talking about this earlier and i said the reason i love starcraft uh, warcraft 2 so much sorry not starcraft um <clears throat> warcraft 2 is one of the strategy games with the greatest like water-based units ever oh yeah like the, the diving turtles that yeah. have like missiles they're like the orc submarines or yes. something like their their naval units are so good in that game and like there are so few rts's where they're of any use oh yeah yeah so yeah that's yeah it's so good yeah starcraft it's well, i guess they don't have water units they have but their air units are nuts the my favorite strategy is you get the protoss you get a million carriers and you have an arbiter flying around behind them to keep them invisible and then yeah. following that is the little little scout, so you can see anything invisible. It's really cheap. Yes, but you know what's good. you know what's great about StarCraft? Hmm. The Protoss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I actually do like the whole StarCraft story too. Like you know, with yeah. Rainer and Kerrigan and everything. And uh, Z- oh yeah, the the story is definitely well written. The amazing. Uh, what was his name? <sighs> Tassadar. Who sacrifices himself at the end of the first one? Yeah, it was Tassadar. Was yeah. it Tassadar? And then yeah. is there a tool the Dark Templar? Yep. Man, they're so they're just so yeah. damn cool. Like, God, is it bad I can still <laughs> but the, remember But them. the Kerrigan story is so cool. It and is. Like having the evil Kerrigan. Oh, my god. Oh, and some of the missions I love because it's like a challenge. It's like survive for this long and I build up my defenses like crazy so I can survive. Like, oh, they never even got close to my base when the Zerg yeah. are just overwhelming the planet. We've actually played StarCraft 1 semi-recently multiplayer. <laughs> yep. Nice. So... Uh, we we learned something really strange. I heavily favor Protoss. Like, 
I would pray I would play like seventy percent of my eighty percent of my games as Protoss, <laughs> and I think Josh kind of favors Zerg. I think it's like sixty forties. I mean, sometimes that that Zergling That's, rush tactic can yes, be so but insane. I tend to go sixty Terran, forty Zerg. Okay. And then Chad only plays as the Terran. <laughs> a friend of ours, he will not play as anything like, else. Nope, I just see, that's I like it. all of them. So yeah, and yeah, I I like you know Warcraft orcs and humans. That's fun, but again, needs gameplay refinement. And yeah, then Starcraft two, I liked it, as well. I just never finished it. Yeah, St- Warcraft one is great, but it's rough around the edges. Exactly, for sure. it, it, you can definitely tell it's them trying to figure out what works for it's, a game like this it's no issue for me i was able to play all the way through it just fine but like oh, yeah. i can see other people going no i don't like this i do like it it's well, just yeah harder to again play. it's one of those things i think it's also aged it yeah. shows its age more than two or starcraft <laughs> we're, we're like totally bashing on warcraft 3 by not mentioning it I, I haven't played it that's the thing so for me it's off my list because i never got around to it it is good it's worth playing Although, I, I, believe, I would believe it but... i mean you need now have to play the reforged version so what? which people were disappointed by it sounds like uh yeah for many good reasons but let's yeah. not get into yeah that. but we anyway warcraft 2 starcraft almost interchangeable for me outstanding games can't believe they're number four but yeah me either. i have others to get to so uh i know why it's number four <laughs> <laughs> all right what's fair enough number four for josh okay i'm gonna go with one another dead friend another dead franchise Rodney, I don't know if Paul might have played this one, but uh, Rodney might have. I'm going to go with an obscure one. The one and two games of Deadlocked. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of that. These are cool. Yeah. So basically, it's a mix of... uh, It's turn-based, and it's a mix of uh, uh, resource management and, you know... uh, Mm, I do like managing resources. That's really yeah. stupid, but I actually do the, like resource yeah. management. The big, the big switch with this one is the fact that basically it takes place far in the future, and you get to choose like a, what alien race you want to play as. Yeah, Humans are on there. It's pretty cool because you get a fairly awesome selection, really. Yeah, they have a bunch of them. And yeah. it, they are ones that very much feel different. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't feel like oh, they're just reskinned versions of everyone. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's very much these people play way different than these people. Does your dear like bases get attacked or anything? Like if, oh yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know what kind of game it was. If it was just like Sim City where you're just building stuff, or if it's basically what it is is a lot of the the maps are all randomly generated, and you kind of choose your victory conditions. Oh okay. In the first one, it's pretty much okay. Choose how many city centers you have to build in order to So it's like to Warcraft 2, build four farms. Yeah. That's the first mission. It's a, it's a kind of well, more Well, I'm saying, you know, sometimes they have, like, the... Oh, it's more turn-based? Okay. It, it looks it looks like this. It's such high-quality look here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so it, it has, like, a viewpoint that's a lot like Civ 2 and stuff. Um, it's... Yeah, it's really heavy on management... Yeah. Like economy management especially. Uh it's, it, it's it tends really to be cool more game. economy management than combat. Yes. One thing that is nice which I kind of like is with your uh, c- with combat in it you don't control the units at all. It's you deploy them to wherever you're going to attack and then they do their own thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very cool. I I like Deadlock. It's it's weird. 
It's right. weird for me. I've put a lot of time in it back in the day and just, man, they don't make games like this anymore. They really don't. Good. <laughs> it's it's very cool. It's a very interesting title. It kind of reminded me that there's a a game that I did not put on my list, so maybe I'll put it in the honorable mentions. <laughs> I, I think, might have an idea what one you're thinking of. Uh, may, maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to put it in really quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Rodney, remember to do this To wind one. your watch. Yeah, make sure I wind <laughs> my watch. All right, so it's cool. So let's, yeah, that's that's mine, and they did two games, and now it's just gone dead. forever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Well, I'm going to talk about my number four, which I'm sure you're all very familiar with. Probably. Probably not from the way he said it. The I won't be. EGA Graphics DOS game Apogee Classic Biomenace. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know if I've heard of that one. Biomenace is amazing. That one. It's Duke Nukem one esque, but. Okay. I so you play as a uh, dark-ish hair, grayish haired, grayish haired, um, mullet-wearing, mustachioed hero saving the world from these evil monsters that have basically ransacked it, and you just see like bloody corpses, like bloody <laughs> skeletons lying all over the floor, even though the game is oddly cute. Hmm. And okay. you you fight all these like little purple slime guys and these green dinosaur suit men. I I don't know. There's <laughs> it's really absurd. There's there's a number of enemies and like these robots and stuff. But when I was a little kid for some in the first level, you know how you make associations with things that you are familiar with? There's an area that reminded me of uh Mega Man 2. Huh. Like the first Wily stage. And I was like, whoa, ladder. Cool. <laughs> it's it's like Mega Man 2. Because it had a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kids do stuff like that. Yeah. So so then I kept playing the game and then it turns out that I just love the game. You save people, use crystals to open electricity gateways. <laughs> Nice. It's it's an apogee platformer. What, what yeah, else if they you, will yeah. just release a big collection, I'd be happy to play it. Yeah, that one's fairly available That's on good. GOG. It's it's a great game. It's not maybe not as good as Duke Nukem if, one. If or I two, remember, but... and I'm a little sad. If I remember, there is an apogee collection on Steam. Yes, but it's it's like two hundred and something bucks for it. It's oh shit! It's like, hey, you want thirty games? Cool, you're gonna play full retail price for them from when they were released. Jeez, yeah, like mm, no, like if everyone else can come out with a collection for thirty bucks, you can yeah. calm down. Well, what's worse than that is they've kind of like delisted some of the games. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really complicated. Really, very complicated. So just just so you guys know, that's that's kind of what it looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see. Yeah, I see. I've I don't know if I've seen that exactly, but I certainly God, recognize that, the style. It's that classic apogee look. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Great. See, here's the here's the weird dinosaur man. It's it's hard to see. I know, but <laughs> there you go. I like it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's cool. Um, when I was playing it today, because I was like, I gotta make my decisions, and I do love this game. It kind of reminded me of something very surprising, and that was Resident Evil 4. So how <laughs> you're running around this like sort of beat up, you know, 
area where like things are like crashed and houses are all messed up and there's like holes in them and then you're like picking up ammo and various types of ammo and then like grenades and fighting these monsters when you see all these corpses lying around (laughs) and then you have to like solve little puzzles and put things in things and it's like you know actually this does kind of remind me of resident (laughs) evil 4 in a lot of ways if only one of the dinosaur men would cut your head off with a chainsaw you actually every time you die (laughs) there's like an animation where you get killed and it's like kind of funny like you see your skeleton and stuff okay (laughs) it's you know there's a lot of gore in the game like when you kill monsters they explode into all sorts of weird gore (laughs) even though they're adorable looking (laughs) yeah it's it's really weird sounds good interesting yeah i I recommend biomenace it's good let's move on all right (laughs) Well, my number three is Might and Magic 3, Isles of Terra. Oh, I didn't yeah. see this coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were watching Paul? a list of PC games before. I'm like, Might and Magic 3. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So this is one we got as a kid. I don't know, like with our computer or maybe just cheap at a store. It's like, here's, you know, like 10 different games. And one of them was Might and Magic 3. And uh, it was crazy uh, to enter the game. You had to like there was a manual and it yes. says like read this word from this or type this word from this line. And so we'd have to find the pages. And yeah, like, it was it was a really weird way before they had like licenses as yeah. a thing. You had to prove you actually bought it. Oh, yeah. There were games like that. that were far worse than that one. The uh, Leisure Suit Larry 2, where you had to look at pictures of a girl who most of the girls look relatively the same and then write down their phone number. Okay. Or then there's the one for Shadow Warrior, not Shadow Warrior, Shadow President. Shadow President, you had to print off via a dot matrix printer about 20 some odd pages and then look at very specific lines in order to type that line into the Ultima games did that too. Yeah. We had to reference story from the manual to. Yeah, it's so brutal. Anyway, Isles of Terra. Yeah. So, um,. It's this was like my first introduction really to like D and D. It's because it has the same mechanics, you know, yeah. except that they get ridiculous stats. Like you can create your own characters and roll dice for them, and you can just roll as many times as you want. So you can get a character that has a bunch of like twenties at level one and twenty one. Even some of them cheat, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just so fun. It's a first person. You're walking around. There are like four or five towns in the game, and you, I don't know. It's just and there's like pyramids. It's weird because there's like. Especially the pyramids, when you get in there, there's, like, robots and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. This is, like, a fantasy game. Why are there robots here? But it explains it. Yes. Uh, I love the music in it. It's that old sound blaster. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. The, <laughs> whatever they said it was back then. It was... Uh, I like the shop song. Oh, I love the shop song. Do, 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 So good. But, yeah. It was just... Oh, I was so dumb as a kid. I, I played the hell out of it. And luckily, my older brother, he had taken down all these notes. So, like, I would reference his notes to solve riddles and stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> nice. I was, I was like, seven or eight. So, I that's wasn't solving you, that stuff myself. That's how you used to play these games. Mm-hmm. Notes. Yeah. My brother, he had, like, dungeons mapped out and stuff. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, but you have to beat uh, it. You have to give one of... the good old Zork days. There oh, are these... Yes three kings there's like a good king a neutral king and an evil king and you have to give one of them like 10 power orbs or 11 something so they can topple the other kings 
And as a kid, I was distributing the orbs evenly because I'm like, each time you give an orb, it's a million experience. Yeah. And, which is, sounds like a lot. And it kind of is. But at the higher levels, you know, it doesn't matter how powerful you yeah. are. Um, but then I could never find the final orb I needed. I played yeah. it again years later. And I think it was there's like a dragon's cavern where you have to teleport to a specific spot. It's like there's no way you would have figured that out as a kid. Oh, I know what you're talking. So about. So that yeah. was the one I was missing. <laughs> but I have since beat it at least two more times. And yeah, love it. <laughs> And I would list the World of Zine, the four and five, except I never actually beat them, but they were really good as far as I got. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Might and Magic 3 is the first, like, truly amazing game in the franchise. One and two are really good, but, like, they're good for when they came out. When they out. came out. See, I've been interested in them because I like three so much, but I've never gone back and actually played them. Yeah, but the bonus with three is you do have a map that... Oh, God, yes. That's like, one of my favorite things is you can get all these skills. So you can pay someone like learn cartography with me. Yeah. Learn. So there are like 18 different skills you can learn. Yeah. Oh, it's a great game. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Might and Magic is basically a dead franchise. But yeah, that was just. Yeah, we got lucky. That's Go one of the hell, games. Everyone. <laughs> Why did you let this franchise die? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. My three Might and Magic three. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I like a lot of Maybe. MM3s. Mega Man Some, 3. Might, somehow, <laughs> somehow me, me and Paul are <laughs> the same but different. Because my number three is... Does it have the an H in it? Heroes of Might and Magic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> No, and it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves this game. Now, oh, yes. It's now, obvious. to be fair, it is... The two games are vastly different than oh, from each wise, other. Oh, gameplay-wise, so, so, so different. You know, one's a first-person adventure game, the other is a... Ta or a turn-based tactical yeah town building you upgrade build, your towns yeah. take over other towns i don't know what you would call the the genre but um yeah it's 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 a turn-based uh yeah turn-based turn-based strategy game i don't Basically. know I guess so, yeah but again it's the difference in that one is you build a you play as your hero who basically just commands troops and yeah. can cast magic oh my gosh all the heroes like all the different types of oh my heroes. gosh i uh yeah i go oh. nuts every week in the game i see who there is to recruit because if anybody has estates or sometimes a special skill it's like plus one soul for a day I'm like yes so i'll yeah. hire the hero just as a resource generator yeah oh man but i always like to get the wizard characters because you can just like want like pot shot people right away oh yeah oh my gosh the wizard yeah. uh that town because like they have the most ranged units Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you got your, uh, wait, no, halflings were in the, the second halflings. one. You got the halflings. No, yeah. halflings are in the third one. No, well, I think they're like a special troop. I think yeah. they got replaced with the, yeah. like, gremlin guys that throw those yeah, chain three, balls. Yeah, the gremlins. The wizards. The, wizard, the mages. And the titans. The titans, which are ludicrous. Yeah, I like the, uh, the like... All like the zombie characters and stuff. The necromancer. Oh, the, nec like the, the necromancer is always yeah. broken. Just yep. because what makes the necromancer the necromancer is also what breaks them. Because, oh, when you win, you get stronger. Yeah, it's you, so good. You get free troops for winning. So you can just find some dinky little enemies, kill them, and you suddenly you have a ton of troops. Plus they look cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the music cool. is like Beetlejuice sounding in their town. Yeah. It's really cool. I actually... Uh, <laughs> Love me some ghost dragons. We, we play some... We play some RPGs, and sometimes I play <laughs> yep. Heroes of Might and Magic, Magic music during our, like our battle music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So those are mine. I got lots of lots of time on this one. Oh, same here. The story, meh. 
not the best, but really, if you are a fan it's... of this game, it's because you were playing Hot Seat. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. was you and your buddies all came over, everyone chose their character, and then you just, okay, I'm going to take my turn. Okay, now pass it to the next guy. Yeah, I remember playing Hot Seat literally all night and day. Like, we'd have a sleepover. Mm -hmm. Friday to like Saturday afternoon playing the game. Oh, yeah. we learned. Uh, I learned with my friend we couldn't play competitively. <laughs> we had yeah. to be on a team because one time we were doing it and I, you know, it's a game. So I like I can beat him back to his town and it's unguarded. So I ran in and took over his town. He was so mad. He just quit. Like we oh, didn't yeah. finish. <laughs> yeah, man. Heroes of Might and Magic is an amazing franchise that oh, yeah. isn't as dead as the original it's, franchise. It's in a weird place. Oh, my gosh. But Heroes 3 remains so popular, I should point out, they did a Kickstarter for a Heroes 3 board game. Yes. Yeah. And I did that, so sometime this year I'll be getting that. Yeah. I, I went nuts. I did, like, the full, like, highest pledge you can yeah. do. I'm like, I want everything. Oh, and they made an HD remaster, which does not contain all the expansions. <laughs> that's that's which so annoying. Which is annoying. <laughs> Why do they do things like that? I don't that? know. It's dumb. Yeah, the, the Heroes franchise is in a weird place, because they went up to four... Five is, I think, the first one after Ubisoft bottom. Yep. And five was fine. And you know how six Ubisoft was terrible. Is. They let their franchises die unless mm. they're and called Assassin's Creed. Yep. the <laughs> The latest one was seven, and it's years old now. I still play yeah. it every now and then because. Oh, I gotta say, one of the flame alive, but no one knows, and it's not very likely if we're gonna get an eight, mm. just because. Again, yeah. it's Ubisoft, so it's like, no, why would we make anything but Assassin's Creed? Yeah, plus somehow they haven't made a sequel as good as 3 nope. yet. Though, there is hope, because I did find a couple, well, a game on Steam that was made by a lot of the people that made 3. Oh, okay. And it looks to be very promising. It's kind of so, how the Diablo franchise is. And this is why I've... <laughs> It's one of those things where it's just, see, this is why I keep going with indie titles, because they keep giving me what I want. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was going to say, one of the coolest features that we didn't mention is the artifacts your hero gets, when you get, like, multiple artifacts that are, like, connected to, to each other, oh, and yes. they make a super artifact, like yeah. the the Angelic Alliance is crazy, it's like, oh yeah, plus so much to every stat, and all these things, and yeah. They, they straight up ripped all that off for Warcraft 3, by the way. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. They're like, let's give hero, let's make heroes and items. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many cool artifacts you can get. It's a great game. It just is so good. Like, everyone knows that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's still... Very well Again, respected. It's, so. Yeah, there's a reason that they're doing in 2023 a Heroes of Might and Magic 3 specific board game. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows that was the peak. That yep. was that was the apex. Should we should we be moving on? Yeah. I think we need to be <laughs> moving on. Okay. So uh, that was three, right? Yes. Yes, because three Might and Magic 3, three Heroes three. 3. Yeah. So what's your three? And it's, better have a three on the a, title. It doesn't have a three. You ruined it! <laughs> I, can, I can put I can put it I can make it the third one of the franchise. No, no, no. Um, my number three. I don't know if this is going to be a crossover. Is it going to be a crossover, Josh? I don't know. It can't be with mine because there's no third game in. It the is one possible. Of Command and Conquer. Oh, Damn okay. it, you bastard! Are you going with two? <laughs> I'm going to go with the first one. Okay, but <laughs> I I love the Command and Conquer franchise. I picked this specifically. Because Dune 2 and Dune 2000 are not available very uh, easily. But yeah. 
I, I grew up playing Dune 2, Westwood Studios, my boys from Westwood, and they made this Command and Conquer franchise, which is practically the arcade equivalent of a strategy game. You don't have to worry about any pesky things like maximum number of units and stuff. Mm, okay. Not that your units live long enough to worry well, about yeah. that, but... Command and conquer. Get resources, spend them to build lots of troops. Yeah, Go. near near future um satirical game. Like it's high on satire. In fact, it feels like it's inspired by stuff like Starship Troopers, but it came out around <laughs> yeah. the same time. Yeah, like if you look at Starship Troopers and Command and Conquer, the comedy is the same. Uh, and That's yeah. fair. It's it's good. You got the GDI nod. And, and screw Nod. I, I actually would probably prefer Nod because they have some pretty cool stuff. But like, I don't know, their logo's Scorpion Tail. I just can't get with it. <laughs> Scorpions. They're, they're weird because their units are all weird, but oddly fun to play as. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of cool stuff on Nod's side. They do get the nuclear option, though. So they do. There is that. Then uh, you, you got the FMV sequences. Oh, yes. Yes. They'll... Those old FMV movies. You got that map. It's like, choose where you, you know, take over. Yeah, you have to do, choose, choose the location next. to do the next mission. Oh my gosh, it came so good. I I got stuck playing it before we started this. I'm like, I, I want to play, you know, I want to like figure out what's on my list. I better play Command and Conquer real quick and decide if I want this. And I'm like, I'm so addicted. No. Oh man, I, I love the... The, the remastered one they came out with. Yeah. And part of the reason I love it, and it's going to be the stupidest thing imaginable, but it is actually the opening when you, when it's installing the game. Yeah. Because it goes through all of the things, and if you've played the original, you'll get a good laugh at, because it, you know, choose, it pops up like, choose your sound input, sound blasters, sound blaster pro. Yeah. Yeah. But then like an icon comes up and it's like, deleting obsolete formats. No. Upgrading my sound to blaster. high definition sound. The, the sound blaster yeah. is so cool. It is cool. It is cool. <laughs> so but, I I know of it. I played a little bit. My friend had Command and Conquer 2. So I know yeah. it's, I know they're good games. I just didn't own it myself. Didn't play much. Yeah. Oh. But is it one or two? I think one of them has that really kick-ass song. It's like do 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 do. I something like that. I think that's two. Is it? I think it's two. I that's the one my friend had, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that one's cool. I the music is all good. Oh, it's some of the best RTS music. Yeah, I think you can find. Yeah, the style for that RTS franchise is amazing, and like I said, it kind of started with the Dune franchise, which I was obviously obsessed with as a kid, and. And I love Dune 2. Amazing, amazing game. This is basically like, well, we don't want to keep paying for the rights to Dune. We need to make <laughs> oh. our own thing. So, uh, Does Dune play like Command and Conquer? Yes. Oh, uh, cool. it's like It's like, instead of Spice... It's slightly different... They just had yeah. to change Engine. what it was for licensing reasons? Yeah, although they did later relicense it. It's It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, instead of Spice, Tiberium. That's what we're doing. Like... And you really only have to worry about Tiberium in the first one. Like, it's a cool game. Okay, so I, I, Dune 2 plus Command and Conquer 1 does equal 3, so we have a third on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> to get three somehow. technically, it is the third game of... Of that style? That, yeah. Like, ah! It is... Well, like, I guess Dune 1 isn't in that style. It's like an adventure game, kind of. But Dune 2 is the strategy game, and then Command and Conquer was the follow-up to that, to a certain extent. So... 
Nice. Command and Conquer. Amazing game. I don't need to tell you that. It's the best. All right. Well, <laughs> moving on to my two, I decided to break things up a bit. I have uh, another one that I cheered for when we were watching the video. Laura Bow, The Colonel's Bequest. Oh, and yes. And Laura Bow 2, The Dagger of Amon-Ra. Yeah. So, the crazy thing, I... I had Dagger of Amon-Ra as a kid. It came in that, like, 10-pack of games that we got. So I didn't know what it was, but it was a lot of fun. It's point and click. You're, you know, the newspaper reporter, the Southern Belle, Laura Bow. That's how she yeah. talks. Um, he must be Crowdfalla T. Rhubarb. That's, like, the name of yeah. it. She steals his story, basically. He's really annoyed at the beginning of the game. He's like, all right, Miss Bow. Well, here's the what I've been working on. Like, yeah. That'd be annoying as a reporter. Like, we're taking your, what you've, your research and everything and giving it to the new girl. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you're going around the museum. Uh, it's like a big gala, and then people get killed, and you have to start investigating who's doing it and all this. And you keep finding dead bodies. It's awesome. Yep. <laughs> so I played that one as a kid, um, and then I didn't even know about Colonel's Bequest till much later when I wanted to replay Dagger of Amon-Ra. I'm like, there yeah. was a first one, and that's the old style graphics, more like uh, what are the EGA? Yes, those. There's there's CGA, EGA, and VGA. Okay, EGA then. And Tandy. <laughs> but that one's really fun. Um, that one, so the second one has like, you know, high production values, voice acting, everything like realistic-ish portraits of the people, whereas yeah. everyone in the first one looks kind of silly because those graphics. Yeah, but I love it. No, I love it too. Uh, but that one, you know, you're at, that one's kind of different. It's um, instead of like a point and click adventure, they tell you at the beginning, like, this is basically a play, an interactive play. Yeah. Things are going to happen whether you're there to see them or not. Yeah. So explore around, see what clues you can find. And oh my gosh, the first time we beat it, such bad scores. It's like, yeah. you you sucked, basically. You got the worst score possible. Yeah. You just let the story play out and didn't interact. And then the second time, yeah, Zan and I, we decided to play through it like twice in one night. We're like, no, we got to play it again and find more secrets. Yeah. Because if you're wandering around, time will pass and then the game just yeah. ends on you. Even though I, I, I'm certain everyone else would think uh, Dagger of Amon Ra is the better game, I, I feel like... Colonel's Bequest is so unique in that that play setup is so interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, it makes it so different from other adventure games. It's just such a great experience. Yeah, it's funny. Like, at the beginning, it's like, here's the cast of characters and everyone's coming out on stage. Yeah. Like, as it. if they are yeah, characters. I love it so much. <laughs> and, uh, oh, one of the best features of both games is all the different ways Laura Bow can die. Oh, I know. There's so many things, like... Um, and some of them take you by surprise like going down the stairs you accidentally walk too close to the railing it breaks you fall down to your death there's oh you, we were watching earlier in the bathroom if you investigate the shower oh, she yeah. goes to take a shower and you get stabbed like psycho you die yeah it's <laughs> so crazy. don't take a shower and uh, even though you get to see oh, Laura's ass I guess don't take yeah. a shower <laughs> as sexy as it is in those EGA graphics yeah it is it's nice <laughs> yeah, no, but it's so fun but, um, yeah it's it's a great game I it's among the best adventure games mm -hmm. ever made. Yes, so, so Roberta Williams, good job. I know she didn't know. write the second one, but she created the character and all that. So Yeah, yeah. She Man. didn't do as many things as you would think. Like, it's it's too bad because she did that and she did Phantasmagoria 1. Maybe she was being George Costanza going out on a high note. She's like, well, people like what I've done, so maybe I'll stop. She is one of the naked girls on the cover of Soft Porn Adventure. Ooh, baby. Which is uh, <laughs> the precursor to Leisure Suit Larry. Okay. For those of you who don't know. I didn't know. That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love those. They're so fun to just... And it's one where it doesn't matter really who's in control, like... Like I was saying, Zan and I, we just sat there and both, we would like take turns who was controlling the game and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, those deaths, man. 
so cool. Like in Laura Bow too, if you try and cross the street, you can just get run over by like a taxi or something. Yeah. Uh, so that was my two. Your so, two. Laura Bow one and two. Yeah. So if good, I had to pick stuff. You know, I don't know if I could pick between them. So all right, number two for Jesh. Well, mine was going to be Command and Conquer. Red alert. Two? I can add red alert, because I <laughs> and Command and Conquer, as weird as it is, is one of the uh only game franchises I'm pretty sure, as long as it's been going, I've played every installment of it. I can't say that. I've played one, two, three, and four, and I know there's one after that. Oh, yeah. But in so, any case. Yeah, I've played all of those. The Generals. Yeah. There was that weird first-person shooter one that came out. Oh, yeah. Which was... <laughs> It was neat in that it gave you a first-person perspective of Command and Conquer 2. <laughs> yeah. But yes. yeah, that those are fun. I have just Command and Conquer as the franchise for mine. Cause... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Red Alert, let's talk about Red Alert a bit, because it has a Cold War 2 theme. There, that one is <laughs> basically an alternate history one where... Yeah. The U.S. post post World War II start playing with time travel, yeah. and they go back in time to kill Hitler. Yeah, which you know always morally advised if you time travel. Yeah. Oh, what the but, hell game was it where Hitler's head explodes at the end? Is that Bionic Commando? No, what is it? It might. I think it's, it's an it's NES game. It's Bionic Holy Commando. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just you mentioned Hitler, yeah. and I immediately thought of Pretty his exploding sure it's Bionic head. Commando. So. The the difference is is after they go back and do that, then basically just Stalin takes over and je- then starts trying to take over Europe. So it's yeah. World War Two still happens. It just changes. Different result, but not a very good one. Yeah, it becomes not so Cold War. Yeah, basically there is no Cold War because it's just just war. The war. Yeah, it's very cool. That that one's a lot of fun. Played a lot of time on that one. I love that game. So would two be your favorite out of all of them? It usually is everyone's favorite. Yeah. I I kind of lean on, this is going to be weird, even though I said Command and Conquer 1, I think 3 might be the most playable of the franchise. I think you could have picked 3 for your number 3 and you didn't do it. No, I know. (laughs) It doesn't have a remaster yet, so Mm. I don't know if it'll be as easy for people to get into. We'll, We'll see, right? There was that. I mean, it's past, but Generals was fun because it was a different... uh, Oh, yeah. A different attempt at Command and Conquer. Yeah, Generals is pretty interesting. What a good franchise. Westwood. EA, damn you. What What did you do to yourself? <laughs> anyway. Well, it's harder to microtransaction RTS games, I guess. Oh, I can I can find a way. Oh, I know. I'm sure they will find a way. We can add card packs to <laughs> Command and Conquer, Josh. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll find a way to add Kobe Bryant to Command and Conquer if I have to to get another get, one. Get Commander Kobe. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, that was my number two. Cool. Well, I've got a number two, and it's a franchise we have mentioned. Commander Keen. No. Oh. Oh. That would have been a good choice. What else though. did we mention? Laser shoot, Larry. I'm going to talk about Might and Magic 6. So, Might and Magic (laughs) 6, the mandate of heaven. I do remember my friend getting that, and we thought it was really cool. We just didn't get 
I didn't get far in it. It has these weird like live action portraits. Yes. Like they, you know, get hurt and have like black eyes and stuff. I remember that. But the plot of the game isn't as good as like the Isle of Terror stuff. But it's really very interesting. And in a lot of ways, it is a sequel to that. But it's one of the strongest things about it is it's one of the earlier games where there's a ton of extra stuff to do, like an insane amount of side quests. I do remember that from that game. You can screw around forever and never do the plot. It seems like you're just doing so much stuff. It, is, it isn't It is as big as something like Daggerfall, but it has a lot going for it. You could sit there and just... I'm going to train my guy here and now he's going to become an expert guy and at this thing. And this guy now wants me to do this thing. It's like, Oh my gosh. Sounds dangerous for me because I always feel compelled to do every side quest. Oh, it would take forever. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, I do want to play that one day, but sounds like it might eat up hundreds of hours. Yeah. and, And one of the weird things about mandate of heaven is when you're, when you're playing this game, you walk outside and you're immediately assaulted by an army of goblins and wizards. It's like at like, the very beginning? Yes. It's like, what the hell's going on? I can't survive. Like, it's so hard to get into at the beginning because mm. of that. But once you get to a point where you know how the game works and he's like, okay, get this guy to follow me, kill him. Move a little bit further, get this guy to follow me, kill him. <laughs> yeah, luring like, him in one yeah, at a time. Once you get used to that you can start clearing out the first area and it gives you a, you know, some level ups and stuff. And then you can start really playing the game, but it's an outstanding game. It's great to waste time in. It was my first experience with a game, a fantasy game like that, where I would just go screw around. And that would be what people grew to love about. I don't know. Skyrim. Yeah, basically. So it's like Skyrim. If, it was way more dangerous and there were four characters and it was better. <laughs> and they did it like, yeah, 20 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years ahead. It's it's a great game. <laughs> Might, Might and Magic, this is the third time it was mentioned on this, <laughs> on this episode, podcast. Yeah. yeah, on this episode. Three games made these lists in the Might and Magic franchise. Yeah. So Ubisoft... What the hell did you do to this franchise? Yeah, the franchise used to have some real power. Like, I remember my friend and I renting Crusaders of Might and Magic for PlayStation 1 back in the day. Because, like, it has Might and Magic in it. That's going to be cool. It's Might and Magic on the name. Yeah, that's the thing. That it was in the title. I remember we liked it okay, but it was certainly no heroes. Yeah, it's not as good as (laughs) the rest of the franchise. Seven is good. Um, So, actually, Might and Magic technically got up to ten. Oh, wow. Uh, Hmm. Ten, as far as I understand, is absolutely awful i've nah, never played it it's too bad i've never played nine but i have played seven and eight yeah hmm. so anyway great great franchise <laughs> imagine every one of them because like for me it's like three four and five and then you're like oh yeah one and two are good too they're just older and then you come in with seven eight nine yeah now six and seven are like kind of like it, they're not the same as like four and five where they're like really connected directly connected but yeah. they're very similar in a lot of ways so that's yeah it's like a whole new era for that and i was playing might and magic at the same time as a uh, i got really heavy into uh hobby games such as <laughs> mm, another game that has an m in the title <laughs> and let's let's move on <laughs> so all right well 
I, I said I'm not going to deviate from my list. I had the music queued up and everything. It wouldn't have been that great coming from my phone, but I was going to play the title screen for Heroes of Might and Magic 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's my number one. I think so this that's... is the fourth time fourth Might and time, Magic yep. appeared on this list. So I, I was going to, I don't think I've spent more time in any other game, like, because you know how long it takes. Yes. Might and Magic 3. So I actually had two and three listed because two is pretty good. Like, might and, or Heroes of Might and Magic 1, I do respect that it laid the groundwork, but it's just... I'm just listening to the song kinda, in my head. head kind of too rough around the edges like <laughs> Warcraft 1, you know? I, I yeah. will say, I the one thing like I will give lot, to, though. like, it does have some rough parts, but they have some of, I think, my favorite maps oh, for they the do. series. Two, two actually has a lot of cool stuff. It has cool stuff. On, like, yeah. that introduced the... Um, like the that one's the super relic like the grail right yeah. and you take to yeah. your town and i love that because like that's the ultimate way to power up your town only one town can have the grail and it does like crazy effects like boosts it's, your I defenses like, like crazy tons of resources i think it boosts all of your resource production doubles your troop production every week it's so it's, good yeah um but yeah i've played through the can all the campaigns for two and three like yeah, that is, t and without cheating, that is so time yeah. consuming. Oh, that's, yes. that's forever. Because <laughs> yeah, two is like the uh, and the, uh, the war between the brothers, right? Yes, Roland and the I other actually one. Kind of like that story. I do too. See, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I yeah, the storylines don't matter that much, but I still like watching the things. And yeah. I did all the little bonus ones, like in three. There's like when you beat yeah. some, you get to unlock others. Like you can do the yeah, elixir of life. Actually, now. now that you mentioned the plot of two, it kind of makes me want to play. Heroes I know. Well, that's the thing. Again. Sometimes like. Even though I would give three the edge, sometimes I just feel more in the mood for two. I'm like, yeah, you know, I miss some of these troops, and like, I kind of it like looks slightly plot. different. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, and still a lot of the same stuff. Lots of cool relics and all that, and skills. What a, what a great game! Yeah, two and so two and three were my number one. Oh, I guess it might be important to mention here since I, we we talked about Might and Magic six and Heroes of Might and Magic three. Same composer. So, oh, okay, great. Uh, it's, it's important to know that. Very good music, yeah. So, anyway, great stuff. We, we've talked yeah. to death about Heroes 3 at this point. Yeah. Yep, so that's but, my number one, two and three. According to Paul, greatest PC game ever made. <laughs> well, there we go. Yes. And, <laughs> that's uh, right. Like, my list is definitive. He's not, he's not wrong, <laughs> unfortunately. He's, yeah. he's not wrong. Prove so. me wrong, know. people. It, was, it appeared on two lists and Might and Magic appeared four times so clearly <laughs> heroes 3 is the greatest game on the pc it's just it's perfection <laughs> it just is that michael fassbender meme you know yep i i the only reason it's not on my list is because i knew other people would like that's it. fair oh, yeah it's like you know it's gonna be on mine Rocky. Yeah. there's no way it wouldn't be all like paul just talks about heroes 3 all the time <laughs> like anyway so heroes 3 oh, my my we'll number one this might be the only time i might be like i love heroes 3 but this one Okay, so I'm you're wrong, but no, just kidding. Go on. <laughs> well, this is one I figured Paul wouldn't have. Rodney might have. I don't think it's number one, though. But I'm going to go with the classic XCOM Enemy Unknown. I love XCOM. Oh, I bet I would. I've seen what it's like, and I think I would I, actually really like yeah, it. It's amazing. I have played that game to death. I am a huge fan of the XCOM franchise. Yeah. Another one of those, I've played everything that they have to offer. I mean, what's better than, like, you know trying to manage a company that helps stop aliens yep it's so good now i will say the one thing i gotta give the the new one or the old one versus the uh the new ones is i actually like and mind you it's from like the early 90s but 
in the new ones, like each of the continents has like one or two places like for North America, it's, you know, Canada, Mexico and the U.S. But <laughs> they would have in the original, it was every country yeah. listed on there. Mm. And they all have their pluses and negatives. But it was it was fun because it was like, oh, you lost funding from Zambia. Yeah. You're like, well, no. they sent me $5,000 a month. I think I'll be okay. Yeah, it's really cool because you can, you know, you can customize the little, your squads and all the people that you have hired to stop these evil, you know, alien, the alien invaders. Invader invaders, yeah. Yeah, and also the aliens are like classic greys. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's so fun. But... The, like, well, because I know a lot of the, the design they put into how they wanted them to look was looking at alien abduction stories. Yeah. Oh, but man, did you ever name your squad members after like your friends? Yep. And then they and then get murdered. Had, and then you had to restart <laughs> the game when they got killed yeah. in a mission. You're yeah. like, no. Rodney was angrily probed. <laughs> yeah. Rodney was that killed by a sectoid. No. You just said yeah. it was gray, so. Yeah, exactly. I actually, that... I had to mention that because one of my runs a long time ago, the the greatest commando of all time was Josh. Yeah. So, commando Josh. Yeah. Move over, G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It, this game, it has a very high learning curve. Oh, yeah. Like, you, so, you're going to fail the first few times. Yeah. To be fair, it's also one of those games where on the new, on the newer versions... You know, the new XCOM and XCOM 2. Yes. They have the difficulties of easy, regular, hard, and original. Yeah. <laughs> original is the hardest. Yes. That's pretty funny. It makes a lot of sense. Because you, you have to learn how to play the game in a way that is so extremely defensive. And you have to learn how to give yourself, like, cover via smoke. And, like, it's so complicated at first. But once you understand what you're supposed to do, it's not that bad. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's an amazing, amazing franchise. Also had a PlayStation 1 port. Hmm. I did know that. Which is very good, too. So. <laughs> One of those weird ones that you wouldn't have thought about it, but it worked. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very cool franchise. Thank God that's still sort of an active thing. The the new the new XComs are good. They're not. I don't think they're quite as good as the old ones, but they're well, they're pretty damn good. I think they're different. They definitely are faster place. I will say this: I was really hesitant because I liked one and two. Not that long ago, as the first time I played through the expansion for two, and the expansion for two changes it a lot. Okay. Well. It is the biggest influence on Mario plus Rabbids. So, oh, because I played that and I liked the gameplay in that. So. Yeah, yeah, and they they made a they made a unofficial sequel in Marvel's Midnight Suns. Yeah, true. <laughs> that okay. game. Looks I'm just so good. I'm just really hoping because the end of two they just they teed up everything for us to get a terror from the deep. Yeah, the best. And I one. want it so goddamn bad. The best one. So, just out of curiosity, when did the first one come out? Ish. Oh, is it nineties? Is it two thousand five or six? It okay, seems I think like so. Yeah, around that time. Just curious how old the original was. Yeah, about that time. There's actually quite a lot of entries. Hmm. That is so. true. They actually had quite a few that a lot of people are like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, but the the first few are essentially expansions to the original, just sold as separate standalone games. 
but yeah, great game. Oh, I had that wrong. It was UFO Defense was the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. Enemy Unknown's the new remake version. 1994 Four? is okay. when it came out. Even older. Great. It's an amazing <laughs> game. It deserves to oh, be man. on the number one. Okay, here you go. This is a sign of how old it is. It was released on PlayStation, Windows, DOS, CD32, and Amiga. Oh, I wonder how the Amiga version is. I wonder if I could like play that. Oh, that'd be fun to try to find the Amiga version. I like the way Amiga graphics look. Anyway, great game. The number one's tough, tough competition here. Final number one. Let's see what it is. You knew this was coming. You guys knew. I have have a good idea. The good, the bad, and the ugly of the game? No. Oh. (laughs) That would, if only. So... My my number one game is Quake One. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of thought that I was like I put Duke Nukem. I wonder if Rodney's going to put Quake on there. So Quake I One figured. is a weird game in that it started its life as something entirely different, and then ended up what it was due to id Software putting all their money into it and nearly going bankrupt, despite the fact that they had massive hits. And they're like, we need to rush this out the door as fast as humanly possible. So they just sort of like buttoned it up as fast as they could and then threw it out. So there's like missing content and stuff from mm. it. But they spent a whole bunch of money on hiring Trent Reznor to make a Nine Inch Nails oh, soundtrack. Okay. So uh, the whole <laughs> thing is just Trent Reznor music. And there's like all these boxes of nails that say Nine Inch Nails. Oh, on them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's funny. It's so crazy. But But the style of the game is like medieval fantasy meets space marine meets cthulhu yep it's it's a weird mixture of stuff and there's just nothing like it you know and some of the bosses are really cool especially the first one because it's like a mini puzzle it's not that hard to figure out but it's like dealing with a giant creature with a puzzle instead of all the stuff you've been doing before is really interesting and they're Level design is fascinating because there are whole levels that are just one massive puzzle that is like tiny parts that you solve. Hmm. And I don't know. I, I love everything about Quake 1, especially oh, yeah, I, the soundtrack. That, but, that good old level design from back in the day. Yeah. And the monsters are cool because you first start out with these like, you know, evil dudes with guns and they're rabid dog creatures. And then you've got weird flying worms and stuff coming after you and undead knights. Yeah. And the like ogres with the grenade launchers and stuff. It's so cool. Yeah. Another one where I'm ashamed to say I haven't actually played it. I know of them, but I feel like since, since you liked Duke Nukem 3d, this is one of the ones you should. Yeah, I should. I really should. And you, you have a PlayStation fiver. I do. I have a fiver and a switch. Is it on both? (laughs) Yes. But, I actually oh, yeah, recommend PlayStation the PS5 Five version. though because uh, yeah they they have a whole bunch of like haptic feedback features in okay. the PS5 version. There's like resistance to your trigger buttons and all kinds nice. of stuff. It's amazing. So I, yeah, I'll have to add that to my wish list. Yeah, I played it with on the PS5 version because I pretty much bought this game every time it's come out. But like, <laughs> it's like oh my gosh, this is so good. I may never have be able to play this another way okay. i don't know why <laughs> sounds like that's the way to do it then even though when you're playing multiplayer because it does have a lot of great multiplayer features pc would be the way to go but yeah i remember friends back in the day talking about quake 2 all the time for for multiplayer purposes yes so. quake 2 is also great and is great for multiplayer 
but thematically it's mostly just space marines mm. and it doesn't it doesn't have the weird uniqueness dark you know gothic gothic slash sci-fi cthulhu thing okay. going on that, that, that's, that's that sounds like a selling the, point the, yeah the, the the aesthetic of it, I've never seen anything yeah, the same. That's that's really it. It's like there's nothing that is like this. It's, it's and, so different. And at different. no point does it feel off, which is weird that you can fight space marines on one part of the level and then Cthulhu monsters on another yes. area. And you're... It just yeah. all works. And they're somehow. all in a fantasy dungeon. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. When yeah, you said is, is playing. When yeah. you said undead... <laughs> Knights, you mean like actual like knights that are zombies? Yes. Like using swords. Okay. Yes. So suddenly some Army of Darkness vibes come yep. in. It's amazing. <laughs> that it's, does sound really cool. It's such a good game. Like it, it's just mind blowing how good it is. And it even had a decent N64 port, but that didn't have the Nine Inch Nails soundtrack. So, mm. oh. although it does have a good soundtrack, it's just not Nine Inch Nails. So like, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> what year did that come out then that uh, they decided Nine Inch Nails should be their soundtrack? I think think that was 96 okay 95 96 that track 96 yeah it's it's a great game it's well worth a number one spot oh check yeah. it out check out I, the ps5 I figured version this was probably going to be yours that yeah the ps5 version or the pc version because they also have a horde mode where you can play multiplayer and just like have waves of monsters coming at you on these like levels it's really fun mm. nice yeah. yeah i'll have the ps5 I, version i love my wish list. i love that yeah. that franchise is still going by Bringing back the original. Because <laughs> everyone just loves it so much. Anyway, that's true. So, yeah, that's our number one. We did it. That's we want to recap real quick? Yeah, yeah, I guess Because so. I actually yeah. have them written down this time. Did we want to add any oh, honorable, honorable mentions? Do any honorable mentions in a second. We'll, so, we'll I'll just it. recap mine real quick. For uh, five, I picked uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Four, Starcraft slash Warcraft 2. Three, Might and Magic 3. Uh, two, Lorbo, one and two, and then one was Heroes two and Heroes three of yeah. Might and Magic, if that needs saying. Yeah, <laughs> not not a spinoff of that Heroes TV show. Yeah. Those are not my favorite PC games. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> All right, and then for me we have, of course, Duke Nukem, the platformers, then Deadlocked, followed by Heroes of Might and Magic franchise, then Command and Conquer. And lastly, XCOM. XCOM. Okay, and mine were uh, five was Diablo, one, <laughs> four was Biomenace, three was Command and Conquer, two was Might and Magic, six, and one was Quake One. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's let's talk about some honorable mentions because I have a giant list. Yeah. I think overall people wouldn't be too mad at our picks. Most, yes. Most of mine that are there. that have already been said, I'm going to. Remove from my honorable mentions. Yeah, I, I'm going to mention really quick. I, I wanted to mention Sid Meier's Pirates because we didn't yes. mention a single Sid Meier's game. And I was planning on putting Pirates Gold in the list. And the only reason I didn't is because they ported this game to the Sega Genesis. And for whatever reason, that's the best version of the oh, game. Oh, really? <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> that's funny. That one is Because, you know, fantastic. generally ports to consoles like... Might and Magic 3's Super Nintendo port yes. it can't compare to the PC version. You can't yeah. even make your new character. Exactly. But if I had a Sega Genesis top five, that would be in it, no doubt. It's, yeah, that's, it's, well, it's as good as like... Congrats to them for Fantasy actually Star doing a good Star 4, port. basically. So, I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Sid Meier's Pirates is an outstanding franchise. And I didn't put the newer version in because it came out in 2004. That's the only reason. So That's fair. <laughs> That was that was one of one on my list that 
I'm like, ah, that might be too new. I have the original Half-Life. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that's 1998, that's, right? 1998 or 99? I think 99, yeah. if I remember. That's old enough, for sure. I'm like, ah, it's... Because it's really weird, because back in the day, mo- or younger listeners may not know this, Valve actually made games. They did. Once upon a time. I know, it's hard to believe. Yeah, it is. Aren't they just a store? Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the meme I saw was, once upon a time, Valve made games. Now they just make money. Yep. <laughs> they found out the, how to cut games out of the equation. Yep. Well, they sell other people's games, yep. right? That's the yep. trick. They abandoned Half-Life in order to gouge people out exactly. of money. So, yes, Half-Life is amazing. So I have Half-Life. I have, actually, the Space Quest and King's Quest games. Oh, yeah. So I played a lot of those, actually. I like King's Quest heard, more than Space Quest. Yeah, I've heard good things about King's Quest. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're both good, but I tended to lean towards king's quest for is some king's reason. quest uh sierra yeah okay that's why i've heard of it because see like, i, the I love sierra the sierra games. games i didn't mention any of their adventure games but i'm a big leisure suit larry fan especially mm-hmm. two uh two has the weirdest story in that larry accidentally wins a cruise on a game show which leads him to be mistaken for a secret agent so everybody is trying to kill him on the cruise <laughs> Okay. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sure sense, I would like it. I it's so funny. love those kinds of games. So. Yeah, like that one is, I think, better than the first one because it's just so hilarious and absurd. In the end, you're like, you know, James Bond villain volcano. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's good stuff. Um, I had one that we mentioned, uh, the Commander Keen, just the series. Amazing. So I like, I don't remember if it's one or two, but... I don't know. There's one where there's like pyramids and you can go underground and like get to another area. Something Is that, like that the second one? I think it's the second one. But that that was one of the ones that we had with their, you know, yeah. cheap games we got at the grocery store, like the, yes. where I got the Duke Nukem one. Really the whole franchise. Yeah. So I love the whole thing. And I'm glad I even bought uh, Keen Dreams twice on Switch because I bought it originally and then like, now we're releasing the definitive edition with widescreen. I was like, you bastards. Oh. And so I just bought it again because uh, oh. that's the only one they had. So. It's a great game, Commander yeah. Keen. Like those more, a lot, yeah. More podgy platforming. Yeah. We clearly love that. Indeed. Uh, any more? Oh, Josh? I have some more. Oh, I, I have tons. So. I should mention oh, here. Uh, the, the one I didn't put that I was going to have at number five and I decided Duke Nukem. Because uh, they're kind of silly and not very long, but the Hugo trilogy. So uh, yeah, it's on my Hugo's on my House of Horrors. The, I love uh, House of Horrors so much. It's so fun. Yeah, and that's again one of those ones we just had for whatever reason as a kid. And I, oh, it wasn't like it was like a shareware thing, right? Wasn't yeah. it free? There was even like, was that the one that had a button that's like boss key? If your boss is yeah. coming, hit this key and it closes yeah. out of the game. That was yeah. pretty funny. Except I would accidentally do that sometimes as a kid. Like, oh no, I closed it. Yeah, but I sucked at it as a kid anyway. I never. Yeah. I have beat it now, but man. I beat it now, but yeah, as a kid, I could get like to the basement area and never was able to. I actually liked this more than Maniac Mansion for some reason. I was looking at lists of PC games. I saw Maniac Mansion and Day of the Tentacle. Like, I should play these. It looks like I would really like them. Yeah. But yeah, and then I loved the second Hugo, the like whodunit. Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. That one kind of reminds me almost of like the Colonel's Bequest because stuff is happening. There's. it's not a play exactly, but I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. But you're figuring out it's, yeah, like a murder mystery type thing. Go play the Hugo games. Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> the funny part I wasn't expecting 
you go into a phone booth and it like transports you to the planet Scarrow and a Dalek will just kill oh, you. Yeah, that's so <laughs> good. And so somehow you have to find, I don't know if he's on Scarrow or in the TARDIS, but you find the doctor. I think it's like John Pertwee's doctor at the time. Oh, yeah. And you get a sonic screwdriver and you kill the Dalek. And that's actually necessary to beat the game because yeah. it gives you something. Have you played the Doctor Who DOS game? Uh-uh. It's not good. Oh. <laughs> but it's cool because it it's exists. a Doctor Who game. Yeah, anyway. Okay, and then the third one is the like jungle where you're plane crashes or something and you have to find your way yeah, through the jungle that, that one's, one's fun yeah, so yeah i played through actually played through one two and three all in the same day like yeah. last year so yeah any more josh oh i got plenty go for it so i'm gonna have the the original and the sequel of this one that just signifies my nerddom I got to go with the Dark Forces franchise. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually going to put this in my top five. The only reason I didn't is because Jedi Knight's really hard to get running properly. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> one of those that it's a that it's aged in a way that makes it hard to. Yeah, run. And this, and this, by the way, is coming from someone who before Gog made everything playable rewrote part of the code of Daggerfall in order to get it to run <laughs> properly. So. If it's hard to get running, just when I say that, yeah, mm. it's not difficult. I just am lazy. <laughs> but yes, these games, Dark Forces, Jedi Knight. We used to play Jedi Knight multiplayer like nonstop. Oh, me and yeah. Josh, like in high school. Just. Oh, yeah. Just, just all night. All night. Being Jedi. Team, team Deathmatch. Force pushing each other into endless chasms. Yeah, the, hmm. uh, the winner when you do the. The Bezpin level was the person with the least negative score. I know. Because even if someone forced push you off the edge, it counted as you falling off the edge as a suicide, so you'd get minus points for it. Mm. Oh, man, what a good game. Yeah. And Dark Forces is basically Doom, but Star Wars. Okay. That's true. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll mention uh, Heretic. Heretic That was on mine. Because it's, it's fantasy Doom, right? Okay, yeah, yeah I've it, heard of it. Heavier focus on uh, puzzle solving. A lot of magic items to collect. He plays like this elf trying to save his homeland. It's Heretic is just outstanding. It's so fun. <laughs> Every time I played that one, it always made me think of... Uh... <laughs> it was Quake, but without the sci-fi elements and just the fantasy. Yeah, part. yeah. Yeah, the, the first one is very much uh, Doom. But fantasy, it's it's so fun. Like, oh yeah, it's great. Anyway, it, Heretic um, was great when it, when they got to Hexen is where it really started to shine as its own. Yeah, because yeah. Hexen, Hexen is, really is fascinating. <laughs> but that's a whole thing. Okay, yeah. Ahead. Oh no, just one. I was thinking back to I'm going to keep getting older and older as it goes with the games. Um, but uh, we mentioned I don't know if we mentioned it here before the podcast started, but Lemmings and Lemmings also so more specifically the one I played more was the humans. Oh, yeah. Where it's like Lemmings, but you're yeah. controlling these cavemen and having them build ladders and stuff. Yeah, I played the hell out of Lemmings. <laughs> yeah, that was actually. one my friend had over at his house. So we played we played both, but I yeah. think we enjoyed he the humans a bit more. Yeah, that's good. So those were fun. That's good. Worms too. Oh, worms too? yes. Why did I play worms? No, I, I played those. Yeah. I played the hell out of I didn't of have it on my too. list, yeah. but yes. Good stuff. Um, The one that came up when Josh was talking about some stuff, Total Annihilation. I don't know why yes. I didn't put that on my list, but That's it's amazing. That's a great one. Um, Tyrion. Why is this not in my top five? Tyrion's one of my all-time favorite games. I just yeah. love that game. Oh, it's so good. 
Did like, you say is that like an overhead shooter type thing? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. But you like you play with a mouse or well, you can play with a keyboard or whatever, but it has like this leveling up mechanic where you earn money and then you spend it to upgrade your ship and you can get different Ooh, ships. Sounds cool. This, I love yeah, I love stuff like that. <laughs> it's so good. You can spend forever grinding. It also has a Christmas uh, theme late if you play it in December because it reads your computer's clock and it says, oh. would you like to enable Christmas mode? Yes. And then you just shoot candy canes and stuff. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, I have some that Xana mentioned. I So one of them is like an all-time PC classic, Secret of Monkey Island. Great game. Oh, yeah. She had that as one of her tops. Uh, <laughs> one she mentioned in the normal podcast, Detective Barbie. Detective Barbie. She looked up some more. I she discovered because she hadn't played in a long time it's i think ken disappears so barbie's searching around the fairgrounds oh, interesting for ken and uh i think it's like a point and click adventure so yeah maybe somewhat similar to laura bow but your barbie indiana jones and the fate of atlantis i haven't yeah played that but i have played that one what go. kind of game is that it's an adventure game as okay well. nice um and then this one i don't even know what it is age of wonders 4 do you know what I that have is from age me? of wonder on my list actually okay as an, so age of wonder is like heroes of might and magic that's what Ooh, you need to know okay the age yeah. of wonder franchise <laughs> is essentially like that so if you need more no nope, that's an somehow, easy sell for me yeah th that's it's perfect also disciples is like that anyway what more stuff josh well i also have again another franchise that i think is essentially dead at this point i have the unreal franchise oh it's gonna say fallout <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, right. yeah, that Unreal, may or may Unreal not franchise be. is dead for sure. It's and dead. They I can't believe it's not on my list as I was an into expert an at Unreal tournaments. Well, so <laughs> Unreal was made by Epic Games. Oh, okay. And um, uh, basically... Wait, didn't they also just open a store yep. yeah, instead of making their... games? Actually... Or do I, they still make games? They yeah, still yeah, make they their games. They, the they reason... still update Fortnite, yes. Oh, okay. That's oh, the thing is... that's what they do. Because Fortnite <laughs> is as big a hit of it is, they I'm don't pretty... Need to do it's basically, else. we are doing nothing but Fortnite. It makes us too goddamn much money. You should get the Epic Game Store because you can get free games every week. I know, I should. Oh, but that <laughs> reminds me of one that I didn't have listed, but they came with our, you know, our, with our PC, the 10-pack of games, uh, Epic Pinball. Epic Pinball I used to good. play that a lot. It was like... Epic Pinball is very... I like the backgrounds are like weird, Apogee like psychedelic, uh, I don't now, know, yeah. colors. Now, ideally, it's a bit too it's a bit too new for this list, but my ideal one to add to this would have been Unreal Tournament 2K4. 2K4 is amazing. I, 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 I go played, back and forth as to which one I prefer. I mean, they're great. But... I think it's just 2K4 was the one that all of our friend group eventually got it, and we just... Yeah. Do back in the day you had land parties that you would do. Yes. I I my senior year was taking college courses just you know, just to let people know. But like I I took computer courses and I'd say sixty percent of the time we were playing Unreal Tournament. So <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> so anyway, um Monster Bash, another Apogee game, plays a kid saving oh, the, I, the neighborhood animals. We saw that uh yeah on that i looked at it and like that looks like one i would perfect like. and i might game. have played it i'm not sure shadow warrior yes it's, i don't know it's duke nukem 3d but asian I have, themed yeah i have <laughs> shadow warrior and blood which is blood is amazing <laughs> the last it's, vampire all of them are in <laughs> no <laughs> well weirdly in a way because you are an undead thing i highly recommend <laughs> blood duke nukem 3d horror game yeah it's, yeah it's sounds so cool. good uh w what else do we have I have two Fallout. more, but they're really old. I'll Fallout. Fallout, <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
great the game. original one and two yeah we're specifically talking about the originals the yeah not first person shooter ones oh okay they're, they're i never like, played those old ones oh, or any so of them good. there's as much decision making as people talk about in the other fallout games the first two way far crazier but you mentioning that just like i didn't know that they weren't all first person shooters until you said that yep yeah yeah they're turn-based uh isometric view rpgs the first two i feel like one we should mention (laughs) even though i didn't play a ton of it i actually rented a super nintendo port but we were talking about it before we started ultima 7 oh yeah ultima 7 Um, yep because I know it. that's on a lot of people's like top yeah. all-time list, so I think we should at least mention that. Here. I'm a huge Ultima fan, but the franchise kind of killed itself, and I I resent it. In a, Man, in how a does way. that happen? These great franchises, <laughs> Ultima <laughs> yeah. and Might and Magic, just run it into the ground. It somehow. hurts a little more with Ultima for me because I don't know Ubisoft. I expected to screw over a franchise. <laughs> I, I don't know. Of course, they were going to mess it up. Yeah, yeah. Star Trek Elite Forces. Voyager oh, themed man, first person shooter. Oh man, I do remember shooter, that one. Going around killing Borgs. Yep, it's that so one was good. fun. Yeah, I I don't know what what I I got one that I still have not mentioned that I need to because all this '90s nostalgia has forced me to feel a way where I absolutely <laughs> must do this in the immediate future. Do it. There was a 1997 game called Magic the Gathering Duel of the Planeswalkers. Oh. <laughs> there was a there was a practically a straight adaptation of the card game, except it was turned into a RPG, like an open world RPG where your battles were playing the Magic the Gathering card yeah, game. Yeah, you, you'd play that. And then if it's one yeah. I'm thinking of, like if you would summon something, it would summon the thing on the screen and it would go and attack people oh that's the other one that's battle mage so that's the one on the ps1 that game was dumb but fun this one is it's a direct card game you just play the card game so it'd be like in final fantasy 8 if all you did was go around card battling people yeah i mean that's what i do anyway in that game yeah (laughs) yeah exactly that's part of the game yeah i know there's like a crisis going on in final fantasy 8 there's like people assaulting the garden and you're just like let's stop and have some there's always time for cards man there's always time for triple triad yeah um so it's kind of like that you you come across these other people and you fight them but your battles are all like summoning the card you play the card game just play the card game and you could play it against humans. Oh, so, like online? Yeah. Playing pe- okay. Yeah. And you could also you could also play it like hot seat. So we used it to Ooh. play Magic the Gathering with the first several sets. The okay. like early cards just back and forth. And we played it countless times and you had access to every card. Nice. <laughs> it was amazing. And uh Magic the Gathering is evil now. But I do like old Magic the Gathering, as in uh before 2004 magic the gathering <laughs> so i i kind of i will never support yeah, post 2004 is when it started going bad yeah but i, I will about... never support a company that sends pinkerton agents to a human's house and threatens a family in order to get the cards back that they accidentally sent to someone oh yeah geez. so yeah yeah wizards of the cusp can go to hell Crazy. but <laughs> other than that Old Magic the Gathering, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I could do this all day. But yeah. I, have a, I just have a couple more. So, I'm wondering if you know what this is. There, it was Scorched Earth. Yes. It's like the super simple graphics where you have these tanks and like yeah. you aim like your trajectory of your shot, what kind of shot and all that. Yes, I've played to, a lot of Scorched yeah, Earth. My yeah, my friend had that on his PC. We played that a ton as kids. And like, it's funny because like, 
the sound effects would probably be like grating to people these days, but we liked it. Like we would intentionally keep turning our aim. So we would hear the, like, yeah, we thought it was so cool. Yeah. But that, that was a fun great. one. And it was like simple graphics, but when you get the like big explosions, it's like, look, yeah, yeah. that one yeah. was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, I, conflict was really good. I, I don't, I didn't mention conflict because super conflict on the super Nintendo is a really great game. So hmm. that's about it. Anyway, cannon fodder, cannon fodder. Is oh really yeah, cannon fodder. Cannon fodder is a good one. Yeah, there's just too many good there's, games. There's a lot of them. I'm like Jill oh. of the Jungle, uh, epic, epic games. First uh, major release, the Jill of the Jungle trilogy platform game. I did not know about that actually. Yeah, it's it's outstanding. It's one of the first things I played on a PC, and I am in love with it. And I hate epic games now so <laughs> anyway <laughs> well i'm gonna mention one more my final what i recall being my very first pc game on our first computer i'm sure it came on a floppy disk i'm wondering if you'll know this rodney castle adventure i think so. you play like it's the most simplistic graphics it's like lines for everything you play something that kind of looks like an onk or like kind of oh, like a t but with a little circle yeah, at the top I and you go from room to room and there's just text describing what's in there so you very much have to use your imagination. I think there's like a vampire you fight and stuff. Like like the early Wolfenstein game where essentially you move stick figures around and it's like a turn-based stealth game. Probably. I don't know. But yeah, Castle I've, Adventure. I played a few games like this. Was my original. And I loved it as a kid, even though I wasn't we, very good at it. But We had one that was like a murder mystery one on like our family's first computer. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, ca- uh, yeah. Castle Adventure looks a lot like that. Yeah. I like stuff like that. I love text-based adventures like Zork and stuff. Oh, yeah. I did so. I did play a lot of Zork back in the day. Never beat it. Just uh-huh. Here's attempted a screenshot. to. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Oh, that looks amazing. <laughs> it reminds me of a local area dungeon, which is a... It was a Windows game that was highly shareware <laughs> oh yeah but this one you had to do the like just looking at this you have to put like look desk keywords it's one of those yeah. games where you type yeah. certain keywords I and it will that. do things yeah mm. <laughs> with one of them you'd like walk into the room and you'd be like look and it'd give you a description and then you could look at and then yeah. you put in what it was and you would get a better description of that one thing oh man it's good stuff yeah so yeah stuff. it would tell you what's in the room and then yeah you can examine things closer which made a big I difference love that kind of thing i know so that was my original PC game, earliest one I can remember playing. So Yeah. For me, it probably is Ultima 1, but I had no clue what was going on. So. <laughs> just looking at this screenshot, what they use, like, angry demon, and it's clearly just a smiley face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there weren't very many monsters, but I was a kid. I was like, this was very young, like five, yeah. maybe six. So I, well, I guess I was old enough to be able to read and type, so I would say six. Crystal Caves. Oh, yeah. Another podgy game. Uh, we didn't mention Rise of the Triad. I don't know what that I, is. Oh, <laughs> I want to because I love that game, but there's just so little of it out there anymore. It's just Yeah, they had that kind of mediocre remake a while back. But Yeah. Rise of the Triad's great. Rise of the Triad was great. I just loved how it it'd be really serious feeling sometimes, but then there was like ridiculousness in it. Yeah. Like you could get the power up that was God mode. Oh, we didn't mention the Baldur's Gate games. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, those are really good. Turn, again, I still RPGs. haven't actually played the actual I, Baldur's I Gate. Like I you would like them. I played Dark yeah. Alliance to hell, but yeah. I know I'm, I believe I would. I just 
for whatever reason, haven't gotten yeah, around to it. Those games are amazing. I played the hell out of. Oh yeah, in high school, one. those my friends, those were their favorite PC games. Yeah, they're so good. Amazing, amazing games. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you know the I talked about Diablo. The people who made Diablo one and two moved on to another company to make another game, which basically when the company went out of business before the game was released and then they started another company and made torchlight so the people that made diablo one and two made the torchlight franchise at least the first two and then they made before that they made a game called fate trader soul or like fate and then there's like a million expansions because whoever bought it just made a billion expansions to it Mm. but it's a it's a you know dungeon crawly you know diablo like game except you don't have a class you essentially like completely make up your class by every level oh but every time you die because the game is intentionally difficult you get options to like do you want to do this and lose a bunch of experience and start right here or do you want to lose some gold and start like two levels up or do you Mm. want to start at town and okay not lose anything people will rip that off later anyway so (laughs) yeah great game fate yeah hmm. there we go it, i i could do that forever i think i think <laughs> i'll stop a mine but if anybody yeah. wants to do one more i made it I to my I'm original so. i got i got all the necessary ones i think yeah but i'm the same way i could go on a lot of games and mech warrior yep anyway so all right. Yeah, we, we loved old PC games. Yeah, I guess I, I wasn't do. specifically doing old. I didn't know that was part of the thing, but that's just what I gravitated to anyway. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these days it's like stuff is released on PC and consoles, so whatever. Yeah, it's but released one, on everything. For example, uh, I played like 200 something hours of Stardew Valley, but I played it entirely on the Switch. So I wasn't yeah. going to put that on my PC games list. Yeah. yeah Even exactly. though I know it's good on PC, people are always telling me like, there are all these mods and stuff. I'm like, I'm sure they're cool, but... You know, I like being able to just sit there and play it in bed while watching TV on the Switch. With a game like Stardew Valley that has, like, so much content, I would... I would just play the vanilla version. Oh, I I mean, we do, and it's... We spent 200 hours on our farm. Yeah, that one has more than enough, and... Yeah. And they're always still adding stuff periodically to it. I am like Josh in that I mostly only care about indie titles now, so... Yeah. yeah, I probably would when it comes to PC games because, well, <laughs> my gosh, our friend uh, Austin, he it's funny. He's constantly making posts about how annoyed he is. Like, I guess a lot of new games, the PC performance has been really bad. Mm-hmm. Like even he has like, you know, he's one of those guys has a high end PC, all that. And it, he can never get the games to run. Right. So he's always raging over it. It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound maddening. It is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel that way all the time. And PC gaming is really different than what it used to be and the lines are so blurred at this point that consoles are basically computers yeah so that's why i figured old stuff when it was more unique like but, you need to play this on pc you know it used to be a unique platform with weird stuff like jazz jackrabbit so yep good stuff man oh and that earthworm gym is really interesting is there oh. an earthworm gym pc yeah game? Yeah, I always played it in Super Nintendo and Genesis. I always played Same it on here. Genesis too. But <laughs> I, we were looking at a video of it. I'm like, that looks really good. <laughs> That's cool. So, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, but yeah. We should mention just some of the from looking at you know some of those lists like the old uh, Sierra Apogee and Lucas Arts. It seems like yeah. back in the day they were all pumping out lots of good stuff. Yes, like Raptor Call of the Shadows, which was apparently not on anyone's list. I don't, the problem is a lot of these games look really cool to me, but I haven't played a lot of them. Yes, yes. Well, I recommend it, that game. 
I I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> Terminal velocity, which is like descent with It's not... descent, but by 3D realms instead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So so Yeah. We like old PC games. Yep. Sure do. Yes indeed. We're we're like that. So <laughs> I guess I guess we'll close this out. Yeah, hopefully that honorable mentions ticked enough boxes so people aren't like, oh, they've left off the classics like this. Yeah, a lot of that stuff I like. We we like a lot of those I things. Know. We love wacky wheels and stuff, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> Balls of steel. Mentioning pinball earlier. Oh, yeah. that was in uh, the first level of Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. There's Duke uh, an arcade yeah. cabinet for Duke Nukem 2 and Balls of Steel. Yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll end this here. We could go on forever with most video game things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was fun to be all mm-hmm. nostalgic. Now I want to play some Command and Conquer. I want to play like a dozen different games now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I want to play a dozen games. I'm literally like, how am I? I wonder if anywhere I can just play Castle Adventure like on my phone. If somebody yeah. somewhere has a site that just runs I'm, it. I'm kind of thinking about getting a, a Mountain Dew and putting on some Limp Biscuit and playing Magic the Gathering <laughs> and then spending my night for until four in the morning playing Heroes of Might and Magic 3. So. <laughs> That's doing like one map. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah so that that seems like a good God damn, i actually do time. want to play the campaigns of two again now because we're talking uh, about the war with the brothers the brothers uh. so cool anyway so, so yeah we obviously now have some pc gaming that we need to get to mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I so, <laughs> so i i want to close this one out i just want to say we will pc you guys later <laughs> oh, oh, oh oh dear yeah yeah um i guess that makes sense enjoy your pc games to the fullest I always do. Boom Popper 3D. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I liked the NES. Balloon fight. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway. Balloon returns. (laughs) Yeah. We will talk to you all later. PC you later. See ya. Contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, hanging out, or requests for an episode. You can find us on Facebook as rental.rumble, Twitter at rentalrumble, Instagram at rentalstorerumble, as well as on Slasher, and rentalstorerumble.blogspot.com. Check us out on all the podcast platforms as well as anchor.fm slash rental dash store dash rumble. Keep drinking that Tranya. 